The Trivia Music Show of your favorite pop stars. What's good, everybody? We're back with another episode of Pop Muse, the pop music trivia show of your favorite stars. And of course, we got some great big names, mega stars, or what I like to say, some cool cats from the international and national stage to fill you in on. <laughs> and yes, as usual, we like to see if you know as much as you think you know about your favorite icons in music. I'm your host, TJ Reed, and of course, I got my brother, Yoon Chi, with me in the studio. And you got somebody <laughs> special for us today, right? Definitely. So this musician, I grew up listening to her song. It was actually a theme song she sang for the very famous video game, Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy, I remember You've that. You played that game? Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and I grew up listening to the TV channels playing that song, but I never knew it was her singing. Okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. That's probably a huge uh, spoiler for some of the listeners out there. <laughs> All right. right. Yeah. I should <laughs> save that for later. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> and my star is someone that I grew up listening to, big fan of uh, his music. And uh, he's kind of around my same age group, actually. So okay. he's a relatively young star and a big name. And that I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of you listeners out there, fans so, of his music, will pretty probably identify who he is really quickly. So Justin Bieber. <laughs> because you're 20, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I don't know about you, man, but I'm pretty excited to get started. So, so let's set it off with fact number one. According to Biography.com, this singer got his start in the church. Sounds like another artist that we just mm, did, right? Right. So he started singing in a youth choir at the age of six, and that's kind of interesting. It's actually quite a surprise because when you listen to his lyrics, which tend to be a little bit promiscuous, you wouldn't think that he got his used start in choir. the church. <laughs> she used to serve in the church. Yeah, it's funny how that happens. I mean, again, we you know, the church can sometimes have a different appeal or effect on different uh, musicians, apparently. But so far, all the musicians that we have covered, I mean, a previous childhood with experience in the church. Yeah. I think every time ends up with them being a little bit, what's the word you used to? Promiscuous. Promiscuous. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That rebel spirit. So far, right? So right. far. So far. There's, I'm sure there's some, there's some good ones out there that yeah, stayed, stick on, with it. stayed on the path. <laughs> yes. So moving right along with this fact, he entered the fame game at the age of 14. So mm. and this was after performing in a music competition called Star Search. And this was, um, I think this is a really big show that was like before, you know, you have The Voice and you have yeah, America's Got, got Talent, Talent. All of these like competition shows where you have all these judges sitting on there criticizing. Um, but before that, there was Star Search. And then you had all of these different stars. And it has a pretty impressive lineup. There's a lot of big name people that have attended Star Search and got famous. For one, there's, uh, well, obviously this singer and Aaliyah, uh, Destiny's Child, hmm. Backstreet Boys. Okay. Um, and apparently, um, not just music, there were comedians that went on there too, like Adam Sandler and um, Dave Chappelle. These guys got some of their starts in this star search. So it's so, not just for musicians. Not just for music. It's pretty much scouting for talent, you know. So this was kind of the original, uh, along with Soul Train, uh, before, you know, some of the stuff that we see today. Yeah, the early, just the earlier version of Americans Got Talent. Yeah, kind of something like, like that. Talent yeah. shows. So apparently this singer did really well 
um, but his music career at this point was still a bit of a challenge, and um, things were not working out. Apparently, he was going through puberty, so his voice I know. was changing. <laughs> I know that's the problem for 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 the, the musicians that became famous when they're young. Yes, exactly. So there was um, a, a problem with that, but. I guess this star was able to live with a huge music juggernaut and get some kind of counseling there. And this guy is called P. Diddy. So very famous in the hip hop scene and R&B mm-hmm. scene in the U.S. Got to live with him for a while and uh, helped him to, I guess, go to the next level. So really cool. I mean, I wish I had a mentor like that to help me get started in my music <laughs> career, you know? <laughs> But moving right along, we're going to go to fact number two. And this is according to Black Enterprise magazine. This icon's career skyrocketed in the stardom with the help of his momager. Familiar with this word, momager? No. It means manager, but his manager is actually his his mom. mom. (laughs) Yes. So she managed his career. That's no surprise. I think I've read some celebrities that it's their parents running the career for them. Yeah, it, it it seems like it doesn't happen that much, and I don't know how I'd feel about my mom telling me like what to do and where to perform and how to rehearse. And no, this episode is not right. Right, let's <laughs> right. redo it. Right, and you can't tell your your mom no, and I mean, having these brutal fights. I mean, it would just be. Uh, not only good for the business, but bad for the relationship too. It seems like you could sever t- if you sever ties with your your parents over the music. That would be a little, a little bit unhealthy. Yeah, yeah. So that's I think that's not necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes mixing money and business with family and friends is not a good combination. But with the help of his mom, he released his uh, first album, which was self-titled in, at the age of 15. And that's where he got super uh, popular. And he's really famous for his, um, obviously, the range in his voice and his or chic style of dressing. Oh, did he finish puberty by that time? I would think so, around this uh, time. Okay. He was, uh, his puberty phase was, um, was gone. Was gone. Completely new voice. He's got some really sexy dance moves. And that was something else that made him really... <laughs> Um, popular in uh, in that time frame and again this guy was really young and that's another problem with uh, his album uh, a lot of people criticized it because he's such a young well boy hmm. but a lot of his songs were singing about sex and so a uh. lot of people were like uh, that doesn't really match you know well that's the contrast Right, right. And that, and I guess the potential uh, social ramifications of that was you have a lot of young people listening to his music uh. and they get sexually charged from his lyrics and obviously his content. So he was a bit controversial at that time. Definitely not the only artist to project that during that time frame, by the way. But yeah, very successful, yet very controversial for that reason. I just feel like the st- the threshold for Americans' teenagers' <laughs> access to sex has been just being lowering and lowering over the years. <laughs> and I, I don't know, I, it sounds like he's doing a part in this process. He's been helping to promote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, and I don't think it's an unusual concept. I mean, young people, obviously, after puberty, we just talked about puberty, so that time frame, I mean, this is what when the child becomes to develop into an adult. So it's not unusual that people in this age have these feelings. And that's in America, maybe your neck of the woods. I mean, everywhere. But yes, to have a musician to get famous during that time. Yeah, and encouraging I, that, <laughs> right? 
Right. Not directly encouraging it, <laughs> but just singing about yeah. it. And then eventually kids, you know, they, they get, they're smart. They, they pick it up and they realize, right. oh, okay, I know what this is about. That's my idol. <laughs> I got to be like that. <laughs> oh, man, that's dangerous, dangerous combination. So moving on to fact number three. So earlier we talked about how his mom helped him get to the next level in his career. Well, this young man eventually grows Severed. up, gets mm. married. And his mother had a problem with his wife. Wow. So the relationship between his mom and himself crumbled. So he fired his mom as his manager. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. According to MTV News, that was probably one of the bigger reasons why that relationship uh, dissipated because of the relationship with his wife. Maybe they didn't see things eye to Mm, eye. He just just needs a new mommy. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Now it's his girlfriend, <laughs> a wife, right? Yeah, she's, she's calling the shots now. Yeah. I think he ends up hiring her back, though. But anyway, uh, he went on to be a judge for the The Voice program. He did a few seasons okay. of that. So I'm uh, not sure if that's a, a hint for anyone out there. But he um, also, in 2009... He performed at the We Are One, the Obama inauguration celebration at Hmm. Lincoln Memorial. So, yeah, he's one of the lineup of singers for that event. And a side note, this guy's apparently a vegan. Pretty interesting. Really weird. I mean, because, you know, you're talking to someone who's trying to go vegan. So I just thought that that was a really interesting note there. And that's according to the vegancompany.com, among others. But, yeah. Veganism, really interesting, especially in the world of in the celebrity world. There's a lot. It's of not them. very common. Uh, more common than you would actually think. I know that uh, Joaquin Phoenix, Angela Bassett, Paul McCartney, Tobey Maguire, Russell Simmons, a lot of different celebrities are actually vegan. So it's not unusual these days. Yeah, I guess the celebrities they feel like if I'm gonna target the fan group that are vegan, so I'm gonna <laughs> pretend that I'm vegan while I'm like enjoying hundreds of dollars of steak. I know, but right? I'm vegan. <laughs> I actually read. I think I read in that same source that he mentioned how the lifestyle of being a vegan was too expensive, and he. I think so. Yeah, he. But it's just funny coming from a celebrity who makes millions of dollars. Uh, yeah. You know, it's like too expensive. What are you talking about, man? You're like, you know, one of the top stars of that decade. So, yeah, really interesting. But let's move on to fact number four, and I think this one should draw a clearer picture for. A lot of the uh, fans out there. So this artist discovered Justin Bieber (laughs) and was pivotal in launching his career into stardom. He also dated Rosanda Thomas of a really popular R&B girl band back in the 1990s called, I shouldn't give the name, but I will, TLC. Hmm. He dated her for two years back in 2001 to 2003, but things didn't work out apparently and his 2004 album which is one of his most successful to date he had four consecutive number one hits on the billboard 100 and that album was actually really one of my personal favorites i listened to it a lot but it was very controversial because this the album spoke on him breaking up with someone that was really close to his heart and the reason was because he got another girl pregnant. That was the what? premise of the whole episode, of the whole um, of the whole album. And he just 
made an album of it. And then so when people heard it, they knew who he was dating at the time. And then they had just recently broke oh, up. Oh, it's, it's just so, so easy. Just, so they were just thinking, wow, did that actually happen? And so that was the huge controversy swirling around about. That was his public confession <laughs> to cheating. <laughs> exactly. So you can probably guess the name of that album, right? <laughs> <laughs> I actually cannot. Is it, is it called Cheating? <laughs> I'm a cheater. Oh my goodness, that is hilarious! And for those of you out there listening who know who I'm talking about, <laughs> Yunchi's response is classic. <laughs> so that is actually the last fact that I would like to give you for this musician. Hmm. If you had to guess based off of some of the information that I've given. Who would you say you think this person is? Because you mentioned to me that like Ed Sheeran used to <laughs> discover, <laughs> he discovered, or he helped Justin Bieber in his career in some way. But so funny. from the other part of this musician story, like the the breakups and uh, cheating, <laughs> doesn't sound much like Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Uh, it's funny you bring him up in every episode. You're like uh, waiting for me to select this guy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> one day I'm gonna be right. <laughs> right? One day, yes. <laughs> one day. But no, I, I I would say so far I'm clueless. Clueless. Oh man, he's a he's super huge, not just in the U.S. but um, in the international stage as well. Yeah, I, I definitely and will. I know if I tell you his recognize name, his gonna... face, yeah, because he he was he's the judge on the the Voice. Yes, right? for a few seasons, right, right. Um, so, any names? Nothing you could think I'm, of. I'm huh? I'm I'm currently thinking about the lead singer of Maroon Five. <laughs> Adam Levine? Yeah, Adam Levine, yeah. But Adam Levine? <laughs> oh man, let's let's well let's let's hear what the judges have to say on that one. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. So what who is it? <laughs> this musician's name is Usher. Ah. Usher Raymond, and I know you know who he is. Usher has been named by Billboard as the second most successful artist of the 2000s and has won numerous awards in his career, which include eight Grammys, 18 Billboard Music Awards, nine Soul Train Music Awards, 17 Choice Awards, four BET Awards, four World Music Awards, three NAACP Image Awards, and two NRJ, whichever, whatever that is, Music <laughs> Awards as well. So lots of awards. He did a, um, a music promotional concert for uh, the Victoria's Secret, I believe, mm. at one point. I think him and Bruno Mars kind of joined in that lineup. But yeah, yeah I remember Bruno yeah. Mars was singing on Victoria's Secret. Right, right. So he's uh, he's a pretty big name in, in the world of R and B and dance, and especially in the in the two thousands, he was kind of king in that in that genre. So. Yeah, surprised you didn't uh, catch that one. I was thinking that <laughs> after I told you that he found Justin oh, Bieber, I was like, oh, maybe he's going to. <laughs> it's all good. And I got a couple of my personal. I mean, there's a lot of songs from him that I really like, but unfortunately, we only have some that we can play <laughs> in the database, you know, copyrights. Yeah. yeah, you know how that goes. So I got a couple of songs that I would like to play on this program. First up, I got Love in This Club featuring Beyonce, followed by There Goes My Baby. Check it out. Yeah. 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 Sounds I hear you, man. Ocean. And that's it right here. Queen B, yeah. yeah. I'm the king. 
Now baby girl, there ain't nothing more that I can say You know by now I want it more than anything If I walk away and just let you leave You'll be stuck in my head like a melody I know you want it, yeah. I'm hesitating Why? You must be crazy, I gotta make you got a lady I know we're here together, so this must be something special If you win. 
Hershey, baby.
And that was There Goes My Baby by Usher. And that was from the Raymond versus Raymond album. You know, it's pretty funny that you mentioned when we were talking about his albums and I hinted at certain things and you actually said the album's name. You said, public. oh, that sounds like a confession. Uh, no, I said a public confession. A public right, confession, confession, right. Yeah. And, but that was the actual name of his But uh, then I went with uh, <laughs> the Annie. I said cheating and he was a cheater. <laughs> So yeah, that was that that was that was pretty funny. I'm sure for for fans out there, that would have been an, uh, an interesting here. But anyway, somewhat m- correct. <laughs> let's. Uh, who do you have for us today? Right. So the musician that I have today. So I have I've been looking for her introduction on Wikipedia. And uh-huh. Actually, a former colleague he described her as the Madonna in China, the Asian <laughs> the Asian version of Why Madonna. Why do, do they keep doing this, man? They keep giving <laughs> these, these names and titles, and it really raises my bar, my expectations really wow, high. Wow, yeah. I've actually got a whole section of all her international fames and reputations. Really? So, so that's really going to level up your expectation on this one. Oh, man. Well, okay. But we're going to start with, um, we normally start with their early life, right? Childhood. Okay. So she was born in Beijing. But her family background is a little bit interesting. A little bit interesting. All right. So, sounds like not worth mentioning. <laughs> Why did I put it here? But anyway, her father is a coal engineer. Okay. <laughs> and uh, her mother is a soprano at a coal company ensemble. Did you say coal company like she sang for the coal company <laughs> right yeah she was singing in the ensemble for the coal company the, the ensembles i wonder what kind of like music it was like what were the <laughs> the lyrics of this i have no idea but i think i think it's well the reason i asked that is because you know it's 2021 and we're you know we're all trying to be this you know, new energy, sustainability. Right. And so I it's see just... your confusion. But that remember, it's actually the parents of this musician. And he is from the 80s or 70s. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the, these coal companies there have been long gone. Yeah, I was just thinking like, wow, that was because uh, most musicians are, you know, sing with some type of record label or something like that. <laughs> or maybe even for a charity. Their label is something. coal. In this singer's childhood, she was already involved in singing. And actually, her mother was kind of against it because she mother was in the business mm. and she saw singing as a dead-end career. I think I could understand why she would say that. Yeah, but despite her mother's opposition, this musician, she still released six low-cost cover albums while she was still in high school. Wow, okay. Yeah, because she was found by some um, several publisher that were after her. She did all that low-key without her mom knowing? That's incredible. That's, that's, that's <laughs> admirable. I don't know how she, she like. She must have skipped school. She had to yeah. skip school for that. That sounds like the uh, the exact opposite of the musician that you just talked about. Yeah, because I think so. his mother was full on board, right? <laughs> yeah, the, the boss, pretty much. Yeah, and uh, another thing about uh, her is mm. that when she was born, she actually took the surname of her mother 
Okay, she took it like as a child. She was like, "Mom, I don't want Dad's name." Like, oh, I like, <laughs> yeah, I like yours the, better. <laughs> that's the decision after she jumped out of her womb that I want to be named after you, Mom. Right? And okay. but at the age of fifteen, she decided she want to want to take his father's surname. So wait, she wanted to give back her mother's name because she didn't support her music. Oh, right. <laughs> that kind of like、uh, it's all connecting dots now, right? Right. Now let's move on to fact. Number two. All right. She has quite a bit of a、uh, international influence on the、uh, global stage. Okay. So in her debut year in 1994 in Hong Kong, she held 18 concerts. Oh my goodness! For the first time. Wow. And that actually broke the record for, I mean, the first time concert holders in Hong Kong. And she was holding those 18 concerts in Hong Kong Coliseum, and it's also known, it, it's commonly known as the Red Center. The、Hong、Rad、Kong. Center. Okay. Yeah. This is 18 concerts. Wow. That's 18、impressive. concerts for the first time. I mean, for the first year. Wow. Yeah, that's、right. a lot of work. And she is also the first Chinese musician to be on the cover of Times Magazine. The first Chinese musician. The first Chinese musician. Oh wow. Okay. Right. And she is also on the Guinness World Records. She is the Cantonese singer with the highest number of albums sold. Highest number of albums sold. So she sings in Cantonese, not yes, Mandarin. Yes, because she debuted in Hong Kong, and、uh, for、okay. the first、uh, maybe five or ten years of her publicity,、mm-hmm. she was being, she has been, she had been active in Hong Kong for、okay. the first few years. Interesting. Yes, and so this is not confirmed, but words on the street. We're on the street. <laughs>、oh, these, these are good. <laughs> yeah, this is where you know we are getting to the good part. <laughs> so, where's on the street is that Madame Tussaud? I think that's the、uh, French, the wax. like the wax place, right? The wax place. Okay. Madame Tussaud was actually approaching her as the first celebrity when she was making the the Hong Kong version of the Wax Museum,、mm. but she thinks it's actually a bad luck for、uh, a living creature. <laughs> To be made into a, a living a, creature, <laughs> <laughs> to be a, a, a living human being, to be made into a,、okay. a wax statue. It does seem like it would be more appropriate for someone who's passed on, because, right? I mean, it would be weird if、um, I went to this kind of place and they had like a、Yourself. wax statue of me, and I would be、right. criticizing it. Did like, you say、oh, a wax statue of you?、Uh, if I saw. A, a wax. wax statue. <laughs> I thought you said white statue. <laughs> Why they changed yeah, my that, ethnicity? That would, that would be really weird. But yeah, and that's something else. Like if it doesn't look the way I want it to look, it's like oh yeah, his complexion's a little bit too light, or oh he's too short, or oh he's a little bit too bald, or、uh, I don't know. I might mess up my swag a little bit. No, you know, the, the yeah, image that I built for myself. Yeah,、know? it's just not the way how I look at myself in the mirror, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. if you go to the museum, the Madame Tussaud Museum in Hong Kong or New York,、mm. I think there are a lot of like. Like a living celebrities. Yeah, when I paid a visit to Hong Kong and went to that museum, I saw、like、Obama there. I saw Brad Pitt. I saw yeah, Andy Andy Lau and、yeah. and a lot of different、um, people that I are think still the、alive. list goes on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I've actually still got another two interesting mini facts within this international、right. fact. And so there's an American boy band, Jay Church. It's called Jay Church. Jay Church. Jay Church. Okay. And. It's probably not that interesting. Nope. No. Okay. <laughs> And they must not be very famous. I've never heard. No, of them. not really. They they actually wrote a song. They could probably start by changing <laughs> that name. <laughs> uh, 
So this boy band J Church, they wrote a song named after her. Really? It, as a salute to their idol, because I, I, sounds like they idolize this musician, this Chinese musician. I wonder what the J stands for. Is, huh. it, is this a, is this is an American boy band? Yes. American boy band. I think it's quite obvious. J probably stands for Jesus. Oh, yeah, Jesus, Jesus Church. Church. <laughs> okay, got it. But I'm wondering why they wanted to uh, well commemorate this singer. I mean, what what influence did she have with these guys? Well, I think for the future episode, we can invite <laughs> J Church and talk about. Nah, and that might, that might help them become famous eventually <laughs> through pop views. Yeah, right. well, that's something we can shoot for, right? Okay, so the last mini fact with international fame. So in 2015, a British market research company is called YouGov, and after this survey, this musician she was ranked 17th. In the list of most admired women in the world, okay, and making her the only Chinese who made it into the top twenty. Nice. Okay, that that's, that's a <laughs> that's a list, right? I'm not on any of those lists, so that's yeah. certainly something. Seventeenth, right after Emma Watson. Okay, and yeah, and the top three women on this list are Angelina Jolie. Okay, right, and、uh, Malala Malala. Okay, and the third one is Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Did you see that? How are you ranked on this list? That's my question. Like, how, what, what are, how do people cast their votes, their ballots for this? It sounds very mixed. This list. <laughs> You've got like singers, actor, actresses, yeah, and politicians. politicians. And it sounds like the other one is like a humanitarian.、Um, uh, yes. Yeah. Humanitarian activist. Right. Right. Right, so now let's move on to fact number three. So now it's going to get more and more obvious. For, okay. Yeah. So, in the West, this musician is probably best known for starring in a film called Chungking Express. Chung Chungking Express. Chungking Express. Yes. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how. Is that a restaurant? I think so. I don't. I think it's a restaurant in. In Hong Kong, I'm not 100 percent sure because I'm I haven't watched this film. It's either a restaurant or a train station. You know, I mean, just... Yeah, Chongqing, but it's actually a translation of a city in China in Chinese mainland. It's called Chongqing. Okay. I don't know how they translated Chongqing into Chongqing. You 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 know Chongqing, right? <laughs> yeah, I know Chongqing. Yeah. Yeah. So they translate into Chongqing. It doesn't really make much sense. But it's probably the、uh, the Cantonese pronunciation,、oh, right. right? Yeah. It yeah. could be. It could be the the restaurant is named after a Chong Chongqing. Is it actually a restaurant? Do we know it's a restaurant? <laughs> uh, mo- uh, po- possibly. <laughs> Not guaranteed. All right. Guess right? you haven't seen the movie, huh? No. And she she actually won Stockholm film. Film festival for best actress. Okay, with this film. Interesting. Yeah, so it sounds like she's quite good at acting because I would say a lot of singers, musicians,、mm. when they start acting in films, it's、yeah. just like mediocre. They get or, some Razzie awards. I、know? like Jay Chou <laughs> and,、uh, and Madonna. Green Hornet. All right, Green Hornet. The Green Hornet. No, I, he didn't get a Razzie for that, did he? I thought he did pretty good. I mean,、Is、I、it? thought it was funny. I mean, a standard, average,、yeah. maybe. But I, but but Madonna, she's a big name, and she was started when she started acting.、Uh, she, they gave her some of the worst awards possible,、ah. worst, worst supporting actress, <laughs> and yeah, you know, these they call Razzies.、Uh, so she still won some award. Yeah, but, it's just I mean, the the you, other kind. The other kind. The other、right. kind. <laughs> and this is also unconfirmed, but Quentin. 
Tarantino. Oh, okay. He complimented this musician as a figure like Madonna. Well, just like our former colleague. Okay, <laughs> a Madonna figure. Well, again, I think we've talked about Madonna. She was a controversy queen or the queen,、yeah. of, queen of pop. So for him to say that. With the background,、uh, it sounds li- not like a compliment. <laughs> well, yeah, I just I don't know what angle that he's、yeah. trying to hit with that. But I think this musician, she's probably not as controversial, or I, I don't think she's even controversial. So then it doesn't seem like that would be maybe it's just accurate a,、uh, yeah. comparison because Madonna、it's, has controversy written all over her. So it's probably a bad comparison. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. So. In 1999, she sent the music, the theme music of Final Fantasy VIII. It's called "Eyes on Me." Eyes, eyes on me, or eyes, all eyes on me?、Which、oh,、one? eyes on me. Okay, called, there's、yeah. no all. It was called "Eyes on Me." <laughs> okay, all right, all right.、Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just making sure because、yeah. there's another really famous album called "All Eyes on Me." Oh, really? And that was a Tupac. It's probably his biggest album. So I'm just like, okay, okay.、Right. Eyes、mm, on me. Interesting. Got it. Interesting. And this song was actually the first time for a Japanese video game to feature a Chinese singer. Okay. In the theme, and、uh, this is actually how legendary how- would that be as a musician to have a song that's played while people are gaming? I know. I think that would be so cool. And that's probably the reason for. I mean, that's probably the biggest part of the reason for her fame in among the Western audience.、Mm. Because Final Fantasy, the, the franchise,、yeah. I think it has a fan, fans group. Really, really famous. A lot of people got into that. I was more into Zelda, so I didn't really play Final Fantasy. But I've heard some、I've, of the、uh, music, and yeah, I got into it a little bit, but not. I've always heard about Final Fantasy, but I never played it. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's now let's move on to fact number four. So she is a very loyal Buddhist. Okay. Right. So she's very religious. So、and、she she、uh, she meditates a lot. Right, and she even keeps a vegetarian diet. Oh, all right. So her and I, her and I would get along. Right. Yeah, we 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 both.、Uh, But how serious are you, the, the vegetarian <laughs> diet?、Thing? Quite serious. Fish, okay, or no, no, no flesh at all. Okay, no eggs either. No eggs at all. Yeah.、Oh, sounds so. like she could be your idol as well, <laughs> right? And she actually launched a Buddhist album in two thousand one. A Buddhist album. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and that was the first time for her to. Is she sing. like chanting throughout? The yeah,、entire? that was the first time for for her to sing the the Buddhist choir or the chant the chanting. The sutras,、song. huh? Yeah, it's called a sutras. Yeah, the Buddha sutras. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I would like to hear. Now I'm interested in like what kind of you know what her style is, especially the Buddhist part because that's normally、yeah. really chill and yeah. You're gonna play that while you're on a diet <laughs> <laughs> when you're a man. We... When I'm relaxing, yeah, you know, meditating. Maybe, maybe in the bathroom, I can hear some chanting or whatever, and it calms me down. You know. Yeah, and this album was actually her effort to raise funds for her Shifu's project in building the largest Buddhist statue. Oh wow! Okay.、Yeah. And Then in 2008, and she was voted Asia's sexiest veg. Veg. Oh wait, <laughs> can't even say it.、Huh? So she was. So she was voted as Asia's sexiest. Yeah, you better get that right. Vegetarian woman <laughs> in the poll by an animal right group. Oh my、Peta. goodness. Have you heard that? I've heard of PETA. Yes. Yeah, it's yes. it's short for People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. Okay. Wow, that's a really long. There's a, lot, a long adjective list there. Yes. The first long award. The most beautiful female and a long vegetarian organization name. 
right? <laughs> so the sexiest vegetarian woman, and she was again nominated for this award in 2010. Okay, wow, that's wow. Uh, that's something to hang on the wall, right? Yeah, a, so, a plaque, right? I'm the sexiest vegetarian. In right, the world. <laughs> she's. Um, I, I would say she probably has a very strong uh, vegetarian fan group. Yeah, considering where that uh, award came from, though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, did she contribute to any programs with this organization? Not that I know. Okay, all yeah, right. but I think you have, you will, you would have made enough achievement by sticking with being a vegetarian. Sure, is it? If you promote it in your music, and if you're a Buddhist, and you say the sutras, all right. that might, yeah, attract yeah. some of these companies. Sexy, <laughs> super sexy. <laughs> you're most sexy when you're eating veggies, guys. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Oh, so the last fact, the last fact, she has three relationships to the public. Okay, three relationships going on. She okay. Oh, she has three relationships <laughs> with the public. No. Well, what's going on here with this so, person? <laughs> okay. Right. So in history, she's had a total of three relationships. Two of these are marriages. Okay. And all of these relationships are with. A very big name in China. That's when she started a relationship with a Chinese rocker. Okay. And that guy, he was actually very big. He was the lead singer in the pioneering rock band in China. So some people say he's like the godfather of rock music in China. Okay. So three years after they were dating,、uh. and that was the first time for this musician to add rock music in her album. Oh. Okay. Oh, so the relationship has some influence on her. Of course. Right. Yeah, whatever happens in these artists' life, it、yeah. kind of spills over it into their music.、You. Yeah, and then in 1996 they got I'm married. Trying to imagine the rock <laughs> sound with the Buddhist style. Oh right! I mean that would be so contrasting. Yeah, pretty legendary actually. You gotta not eat meat. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds very convincing, dude. Very convincing, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, I gotta get that album. Right. And so, a little bit of gossip about the this former husband of hers. So, in two thousand and six, this rock band singer he went to an editorial office to confront with a paparazzi. For、uh, for his reporting on his personal life, he broke a few computers and TVs. And after he left, he started the... breaking stuff, huh? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> classic for the rockers. You record me, you pry into my private life. I'm gonna break your computer. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not it. And after he left the editorial office in、uh, anger, he set the paparazzi's car on fire. Oh man! And that was a big hit. In China, I mean, yeah, I would imagine、media. your Chinese listeners definitely know who this is because how many、yeah. people start fires <laughs> on people's car? That's epically gangster, <laughs> right? So that's I would say、uh, by this point, I would say all the listeners already know who this person is. Oh man, and except, not, except for me, <laughs> except for, yeah, for Tony. But I know you're gonna listen to、uh, her Buddhist album after this recording.、Oh, yeah, that's what's up. Cause I don't eat meat, so、um, I think that would be perfect. A nice soundtrack to listen to. <laughs> the rock version. <laughs>、yeah. The rock version of the chanting music. So TJ, want to give it a try to just see if you can get this person's name right. <laughs> Well, okay. Based off of what we talked about,、um, I'm not entirely sure, but、mm. I would like to guess、uh, possibly、uh, Victoria Song. Victoria Song. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> Let's hear what the judges say. <laughs>
That's not her name. Yeah. All right, man. So spill the beans. Yeah. Right. So her name is Fei Wong. Fei Wong. Fei Wong. Right. And in Chinese, it's Wang Fei. Right, Wang Fei. Wang Fei. Yeah, yeah. Fei Wang, and she is a singer, songwriter, and actress, and she's often referred as the diva of Asia. So Times Magazine called her the diva of pop,、mm. and and she's also considered as East Asia's biggest pop stars for over thirty years.、Oh. That's a very long career lifespan because if you th- look at a lot of the celebrities, singers. They have a quite rather short. Oh yeah,、uh, they get their money and they're out. They're done. <laughs> Buy a、yeah. mansion and again travel around the world, right? <laughs> right. So today, the music that I have for you,、uh, one of course is from Final Fantasy VIII.、Oh, <laughs> Eyes、okay. on me. It's one. It's actually the only English song that Fei Wan has ever sung. Okay. Yeah, Eyes on Me, followed by a Mandarin ballad song. It's probably one of the most commercially successful ballad songs. It's called Red Bean. Red Bean. Hongdou. Yeah, because Hongdou in Chinese culture, it's we have a nickname for it. It's called Love Sickness Bean. Love Sickness Bean. It doesn't have to be lovers. It could be for your hometown. Like so it's like comfort food. Comfort when food. Feel, when you're feeling、you're、bad, missing people. When you're missing people,、right. yeah, that's. When you're、stands. feeling miserable, you eat this, and it should help you feel worse. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and this song, Red Bean, it's about the regret for the lost love.、Mm. Let's check it out.
That was Eyes on Me and Red Bean by Fei Wan. TJ, after listening to Red Bean, are you having the sickness for missing anybody? Your hometown, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't need Red Bean to miss my hometown, but yes, definitely feel it. Wonderful song from Miss Fei Wong. And Yun Chi, I think we're going to call it, man. And to all of our listeners out there, thank you so much for tuning in to Pop Muse. And if any of you have a musician that you think we should give you a trivia on, Be sure to send us a message, an email, a comment, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. And that's it for this episode. I'm TJ Reed. And I'm Yun Chi. We had so much fun today. <laughs> Most of. And we hope you did too. Take it easy out there, guys. We'll see you next time. See you.